The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you're making a recipe, like let's say you're making a cake, doesn't that sound good right now? And you leave out just one ingredient. Like let's say you forget the eggs. What happens to the cake? The cake flops. Like there's certain things. If you want predictable success, you've got to make sure all the ingredients are included. And that is especially true when it comes to making a social media post that actually gets engagement, that helps you to attract new followers. But when you're just about to post, sometimes it's like hard to remember all of those things. I use a checklist, and this is the same checklist that I give to all of my Instagram students, and I want to give it to you for free. So you can download it right now. Just go to instaclubhub.com forward slash checklist. Now, here's a bonus tip. Once you get this checklist, save it to your phone, like save it to your notes. That way, you're going to get in the habit of checking it just before you post each time, and you should see a nice little improvement in your Instagram engagement and growth. Again, you can grab that by going to instaclubhub.com forward slash checklist. And as always, all links can also be found in our show notes. You don't have to remember it. In fact, you can click on it right now and the episode will continue to play. Hey there. Thanks so much for joining me today here on The Shalene Show. We talk about a lot of different things on this show. We talk about things that are funny. We talk about acrylic nails. We talk about spray tans. We talk about plastic surgery, but we also talk about your gut health, your mental health, your hormone health, your brain health. And all those things as it relates to our physical well-being are impacted by our immune system. And there was so much talk about the immune system when COVID was at its peak. And I feel like we haven't been talking a lot about the immune system lately, but we're entering that season where people are inside more. We start to see more colds, more flus, even seasonal depression. So today I want to talk about one of the perhaps most misunderstood components of your immune system, a topic that I can't even believe in all the years I've been doing all these podcasts. Look at, we're approaching a thousand podcasts. We're at like 900 and something, and I've never done an episode on your lymphatic system. And partly because I didn't know much about it until recently. So today you're going to take a crash course in the lymphatic system. We are going to talk about what it is, why it is so important to your overall health in preventing disease ridding your body of toxins, and preventing illness and infection. The things you can do from home, what it means to get a lymphatic drainage massage, what it means to have just a lymphatic massage versus a regular massage, the different types of massages, what you can do to give yourself these treatments at home, and why it all matters. All right, I'm super excited that you're here. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Let's get to it. First of all, what is your lymphatic system? The lymphatic system, think of it as like just a series of little teeny tiny, millions of little teeny tiny roads that run all over your body. It's a system that helps your body to rid itself of toxins and waste and other unwanted materials, including some say infection and cancer cells. It is a system that is not really well studied like other systems, like the respiratory system or the cardiovascular system but it's a system of like thin tubes that are called lymph vessels, all right? And we're gonna talk a lot about vessels and lymph nodes in this episode today. Now listen, before you tune out, you need to hear about this because it is 
one of the most important systems in your body. Your lymph system is also made up of your lymph glands or lymph nodes. You've probably heard both those terms used interchangeably. You can sometimes feel lymph nodes like under your jawline. If you've ever like felt a little under the weather and suddenly you feel like a little nodule or a little bump under your jawline or maybe under your arms or at the groin, you can feel lymph nodes there. Our lymphatic system carries a colorless liquid that's called lymph (laughs) as the blood circulates throughout the body. As the blood circulates around the body, fluid passes from the blood into the body's tissues. That's how food is delivered to the cells. And it's part of the lymph system that collects this bacteria and damaged cells. And when it's working properly, it drains that back into the lymph vessels. The lymph vessels transport that to our lymph glands, and they then filter out harmful products. First, I want to help you figure out if you need to listen to this episode, like, is, is this of interest to you, right? Because right now you're, maybe you're sitting on the fence. So here's a couple of questions. And if you answer yes to any of these, you are going to find this episode incredibly valuable. Number one, do you ever wake up and just feel swollen? Do you ever like look down at your hands and you're like, why are my hands so puffy? Have you noticed times when your face just looks fuller? Do your joints ever feel stiff and achy? Do you sometimes wonder about your body's ability to rid itself of all of the toxins that we put on top of our skin and that we're exposed to every day? Have you ever had any kind of surgery? Does breast cancer, lymphedema, or fibromyalgia run in your family? Does cancer of any kind run in your family? Do you worry about the effectiveness of your cardiovascular system? Do you sometimes experience fatigue? Have you ever been diagnosed with having chronic fatigue syndrome or rheumatoid arthritis? And lastly, have you ever had an event or a special occasion where you're like, man, I just, I wish I didn't feel so puffy or I wish my stomach was a little bit flatter, but I want to do it the right way. I don't want to drink one of those crazy teas. Well, if you answered yes to any of those questions, then you're going to really enjoy this episode because you're going to learn a lot about your lymphatic system and what you can do to improve it. I know you guys love the sleepy gummy, but I also know some of you don't do well with melatonin. You don't love melatonin and you're still struggling with your sleep and you're still looking for a natural alternative because of today's topic, because we are going to be talking about your vascular system. We're going to be talking about your lymphatic system. I wanted to mention that you might want to consider trying a magnesium supplement Magnesium is one of those often overlooked, like super simple things that you can do to dramatically improve your sleep. That might be what's going on. Maybe it is as simple as being deficient in magnesium, but be careful. As I always say, not all supplements are made equally. So at my last doctor's appointment, when I had my hormone panel reviewed my doctor, we were talking about the fact that osteopenia runs in my family. And I'm doing all the things from a lifestyle perspective that my, I should have very dense bones. I do heavy lifting. I do weight-bearing exercises. I eat like all the things lifestyle-wise. But one thing I asked is, what is a supplement that I could take? Thinking that she would tell me calcium, no. She suggested magnesium. So then I went on a search to find a really high-quality magnesium supplement, and I did. It's called Optimizer. And of course, as per usual, when I find something, I take it and I have amazing results, I'm going to reach out to them and say, hey, would you be interested in sponsoring the show? So guess what? They are now a show sponsor, and that is good for you because you're going to get a nice little discount. When you go to buyoptimizers.com forward slash Shaleen, 
and enter code Chalene, they're also going to give you 10% off. But first, let me just say this about magnesium. There's seven different forms of magnesium, and they pretty much have an impact on every function of your body, from your brain to your sleep, pain, inflammation, stress, and bone density. Four out of five women are deficient in magnesium. And the problem is when people go to buy a magnesium supplement, they're just getting like one form when there are seven different forms that your body needs, right? And you don't want to buy, when I always say this, be very careful that you're not buying cheap supplements that don't actually contain what it is your body needs and can absorb. That's why I did my research before taking Bioptimizer myself. And now you get to enjoy a discount. So when you go to buyoptimizers.com forward slash Shaleen, again, you're going to get 10% off with that code. Again, it is buyoptimizers.com forward slash Shaleen. The link is in our show notes. Don't forget to use code Shaleen for your 10% off. And this might just be the solution you've been looking for. I highly recommend it in much the way that I highly recommend you try, if you haven't already, your first lymphatic massage. I hope you enjoyed the little crash course on lymphatic massage that you got at the intro of this episode. But a couple more things I want you to know about it. Number one, it's not well studied. So there's some reluctance in the mainstream medical field. And then there are those who are ahead of the curve and understand that people are getting tremendous results, including the Cleveland Clinic, including UCLA, including many physicians and surgeons who actually send their patients in for lymphatic massage immediately following surgeries. And it's not just for people who've had surgery. There's so many people that benefit from lymphatic drainage. And that's what I want to talk about today. But in order for you to understand like, okay, why would I need lymphatic drainage? I wanted you to understand like how the lymphatic system works. And most importantly, I wanted to bring to you an expert. Sylvia Misokami has been a massage therapist for more than 40 years. She's the owner of a facility called Mizokami, ACSL Therapy, and she's the creator of a very specific technique that myself and my husband have fallen in love with. And while neither Brett or I have had a massage with Sylvia, we haven't been that lucky yet, we've just been blown away by the technique of the people who she's trained, who, who we do see at her center. So I asked Sylvia if she would join us today to teach us more about the lymphatic system, a little bit more about the types of massage and who it's good for and what to look for and how to find a great therapist. And then for those of you who are like, I can't afford it, or I don't have somebody in my area to do that, she shares some really great techniques that you can and should be doing at home to promote lymphatic health. I don't know if I dare do this, but I was thinking that I might describe what my experience was like so that somebody who's trying to visualize this you know, from, from my perspective, what it was like. So if you don't mind, I'll do that. And then maybe you can jump in and say, well, oh, that probably didn't happen in that order. Or here's why we do that. Right, right. Okay, so I'm going to walk you through it as if you're going in for your first massage at Sylvia Center. First of all, it's beautiful. It's clean. It's serene. It's quiet. There's beautiful music playing. You walk in, and you're like, oh, I need to chill out. <laughs> I am way too hyper of a person. I just walked in and immediately felt like good energy. So that was a really good sign. And at the time, I had had this really traumatic experience, so I needed that. And then my massage therapist came in. Her voice is even more calming than yours, if that's possible. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, this is the voice of an angel. And the table, if I recall, was heated and there were blankets on it. And then a towel that was placed under me, I would say from the nape 
of my neck to about my low back, if I'm not mistaken, about uh-huh. that size of a towel. And then, of course, I'm covered with uh, sheets and I think even a warm blanket. So I'm already in love because I'm warm. I think I just had my underwear on, but she told me, you know, of course, I could keep my bra on if I wanted. She asked me lots of questions, so she knew what I was comfortable with and and described what I could expect. There was a teapot on the counter <laughs> that she told me what contained oil and that she would be, I forget what the term was, but basically bathing me in oil. I'm like, hmm, this sounds interesting. And so I've never had anything like this done. But before she did that is when I got on the table, she pumped my nodes. <laughs> That's how I would describe it. And so she took her fingertips and she went under my arms and she just lightly, if you can imagine, like like a pulsing, squeezing sensation and just kind of like pulsed on my lymph nodes there and my lymph nodes, I think in my neck and under my jaw and at your groin area. And I feel like she did a few other places too. She started that, and she, but the one thing I loved is that she was telling me what she was doing and why she was doing it. Because had she not done that, I would, would have thought, what is she, is she trying to tickle me? You know what I mean? Like right. She's got her hands under my arms. And then she, she took a, a dry brush and started at my toes with these little kind of like sweeping motions and worked her way up my toes, up the top of my foot, the bottom of my foot, around my heel, around my ankle, up the leg. Like and, and this is so slow and so enjoyable, a little bit like prickly. You know, if you've ever dry brushed the first time, you know, your nerves are kind of like getting used to this sensation. But she did from the tips of my toes all the way up one side of the body, then the other side of the body, my my fingertips, the, the palms of my hands, my neck, my collarbones. And then there's certain areas, I think they're called the watershed areas, like, for example, my clavicles, where she would kind of like go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth with this brush. And if I'm being honest, like, I was like, wow, okay, all right, are, are we done? You know, like she did it several times. And and then she remarked at the color of my skin and what was hap- how one side was different from the other. And I mean, it wasn't uncomfortable, but it was like, this is really very intentional, very deliberate. And then she just kind of like lightly brushed her hands again, like from my neck down my arm, just, just lightly, almost like kind of softly bru- as if, if you imagine somebody like brushing powder off your skin. That's kind of like how the touch was that kind of, you know, medium light touch. Then if I'm not mistaken, she went to the oil and kind of went through those same kind of techniques, but now it was more deep and more like she was using like two hands many times and going like one hand would be pulling to the right. One hand would be pulling to the left, like cross-sectional almost, but so much oil, like oil on top of oil on top and more oil and more oil. And I, first of all, my skin was so dry then. And I was like, I'm like, I'm sucking all of this up. And I kept thinking, is this normal? Or is she doing this because this alligator woman just walked in? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like pouring all this oil on. Now this sounds to my listeners, they're probably like, what? But for you, Sylvia, you're like, this is, this is what we do. It's normal. Right. But I'd never experienced anything like this, you know? So like a typical lymphatic massage, like being very soft touch, that kind of like brushing technique that would make my skin crawl. Cause I would be like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> But with this, I was just kind of in awe the whole, whole time. She was massaging the, the areas where I had just weeks before had surgery. And, you know, I still had stitches in. And so I was really concerned, like, is this oil okay? Like, I, I can't get an infection. She's like, oh, no, absolutely. This is probably the best thing for you. And I do believe it had played a huge part in my healing, not just 
to get my lymphatic system flowing, but also to have someone like with that much, I'm going to tear up, that much like care and concern and intention and awareness. Like she just, she noticed every little thing and she was so kind and so gentle and so knowledgeable and so sweet. And it was, it was exactly what I needed when the session was over, which I believe was like, I think it was supposed to be 90 minutes. I'm pretty sure she took two hours. I got off the table and then she's like, oh, look at your towel. And I was like, oh, ooh, that's gross. Sorry. Like I thought I'd taken a shower before I got here. I didn't know what she was talking about, but there was an outline of my body in dark, dark brown colors, you know, like the, the shroud of Christ. It looked kind of like, I'm not calling myself Christ, but you know what I'm saying? Like it was like this brown outline of my body. And she goes, oh, may I take a picture? I have to send this to Sylvia. And I'm like, why? This is so weird. She's like, <laughs> yes. well, because it tells us a lot. It tells us a lot. It sure does. So how did I do in describing it? You did great in describing <laughs> it. I think the first place I like to start is what is lymphatic massage and how is it different from regular massage? Well, lymphatic massage focuses on the superficial tissue. The lymph system is very close to the top of the skin. So lymphatic massage as you know, as lymphatic massage, mild lymphatic massage, is they focus on just staying on the surface. And it's very soft touch, very relaxing, very slow, guiding it towards the lymph system and the flow of the lymph system. That's what the typical lymphatic massage. What parts of our body are involved in the lymph, or what is the lymphatic system? In in other words, like, where are they? Lymph nodes? Is it, does it make up other capillaries and veins, or is it just just beneath the surface of our skin? I love that you asked that because a lot of people don't ask, well, where are my lymph nodes? They're just concerned about the swollen lymph nodes, and they're very confused about it. When I first started in the field, we just thought that we had very little lymph systems. They didn't even know there was lymph systems in the knees. Mm. So we have lymph systems in the back of the knees. We have lymph system around in the front of our face and in the back of our ears. We even have recently discovered lymph nodes in the brain. Mm. We have lymph nodes in the neck. And one of the most avoided areas when you get mild lymphatic drainage is the lymph nodes around the breasts. Mm -hmm. Again, the level of comfort that I had with her made it okay. And I was very at ease when she massaged the areas around my breasts. The lymph nodes around the breasts even share the lymph nodes of the lungs. We have lymph nodes in between our ribs, they're called intercostal lymph nodes. They help with the function of the lungs. We have lymph nodes along our esophagus that help with function of breathing. And we even have lymph nodes that line the spine. And those lymph nodes that line the spine are called the rectus spinae lymph nodes. Mm-hmm. So they even help with the spine. So yes, we have many lymph nodes, approximately 600 main lymph nodes. When I first started doing lymphatic massage after my surgery, I I was skeptical and I thought, this is silly. First of all, I'm one of those people that like, if you're not torturing me when I'm getting a massage, I'm annoyed, right? Like I want it, <laughs> I want, I want, I want it so deep. But if I fell asleep, I would just be, you know, like, oh, I can't believe I slept. I paid for a nap. Yep. But, but then I, I had to like surrender. And it, for me, it meant understanding this isn't for your muscles. This is for your lymphatic system. And I can't even tell you how much less puffy, less swollen, 
how much like it made it easier to move mm-hmm. afterwards. Yes. And, you know, my clothes fit looser and there would be times, you know, like I, I did a lot of it right after the surgery. And then there were times where I, you know, you just get busy and I, I didn't prioritize it. And I would notice like, I'm feeling that way again. I would go get a, a massage and feel back to myself. Yes. Back to yourself. It's such an intricate system. How it is a disruption, like for example, if a woman has breast cancer or someone has cancer and they're removing cancerous nodes, how does that disrupt the system? Well, the interesting thing, one of the things that is the lack of information that a lot of these women get when their lymph nodes are removed and they, or the area is being radiated, sometimes you don't see the lymphedema develop right away. As a matter of fact, in most cases, it can take years to develop. So a lot of women don't seek lymphatic drainage because they think they're doing really well. They wait, and you should never wait because you have missing lymph nodes. You don't have the lymph nodes that help you drain your bodily fluid in that area anymore. So you need the mild lymphatic drainage or you need something a little more aggressive. And you mentioned lymphedema. Can you tell us what that is? So lymphedema is accumulation of fluid that is not able to escape. And depending on your condition, it can be something that you need to permanently be concerned about. Mm. Prevention is huge when it comes to lymphedema. Lymphedema can become very serious. It can build bacteria. Mm -hmm. It can build infection. People can be put on IV treatments, end up in the hospital with severe septic infections Mm -hmm. from lymphedema. It can cause blistering, joint pain, skin pain. It's a very scary thing to have. Are you suggesting also that it is difficult to cure? It is difficult to cure. Is it possible to cure? Absolutely. Oh, Shalit, everything's about the vessel flow. We need to talk more about vessel flow, not just the lymphatic system, because if you have good vessel flow, your blood vessels, they actually help the lymph fluid travel. And has there been any studies or or have people looked at the advantages of Good vessel flow. This, yeah, vessel flow yeah. here oh, versus doing, for example, cardiovascular exercise. There needs to be more studies, but there has been some studies out there that increasing vessel flow helps fight disease. Absolutely. And it's come a long way. But if you can improve vessel flow through, through running, through walking, walking, long distance walking improves vessel flow. Yeah. And therefore improves your lymphatic flow. I mean, Good, fast-paced, long-distance walking. You're moving your hips. You're swinging your arms. You're not having them bent forward. You're swinging. They're down. You Mm. have the body upright. You're moving your stomach. The gut is such a big part of the lymphatic system. So when people think about doing lymphatic massage, we've talked about lymphedema. We've talked about breast cancer. We've talked about people who've had surgical procedures. But how important is it for the person who's very healthy right now, isn't dealing with inflammation, hasn't had a surgery, you know, just doesn't have something that's presenting itself. How important is it for that person to do lymphatic massage? So we want to keep our bodies clean. Mm-hmm. We're so concerned about making sure we look clean, our hairs look clean, <laughs> our bodies look clean. Okay. We want to make sure we look together. Mm-hmm. But we don't think about cleaning the inside of our body enough. It is the most important thing you can do because by doing so, you're preventing infection. So even though you're healthy, do you really have great range of motion all the time? Can your vision be better? 
Can your skin be softer? Mm. All these things the lymphatic system helps. It helps with range of motion, helps you be able to take in more oxygen, it boosts your immune system so you may not get sick from that grandchild. <laughs> so it's something that should be more important than anything else you could possibly do for yourself. That's mm. how strong I feel wow. about it. Wow. Now that's quite the statement. So how might someone know if their lymphatic system isn't operating or functioning properly? I would say one of the most concerning signs is itchiness. Hmm. Are you itchy in certain areas? Do you have a pair of pants that fit one day and the next day they don't? All of a sudden you're getting bloated. Are you in joint pain? Do you have rashes? Do you have eczema, psoriasis? Do you have dry lips? Do you have dry mouth? All these are signs of a poor functioning lymph system. Mm. Especially that is mostly misdiagnosed when it comes to the lymph system is things like carpal tunnel syndrome, for example. People will come in and they have carpal tunnel. They've been diagnosed. They have a prescription to do therapy two, three times a week because they have carpal tunnel. Oh, it's because I'm on my computer. Next thing you know, I'm working on them, and I realize they have a poor functioning lymph system. Did they create it? They might have created it, yes, because when you have a bent arm for a long time and you're constantly gripping a pen or a mouse, Mm -hmm. uh, you're not allowing your lymph system to function because your arms are the pump of your lymph system. Even carpal tunnels is a sign. The word fibromyalgia, oh boy. Why? Tell us. Because I've got a lot of listeners who suffer from that. But I had never had anybody come to me that said they were diagnosed with fibromyalgia where our lymphatic technique did not help with. Because tissue, when it's really tight and dense, it squeezes the nerves. Mm -hmm. Squeezes our nerves because the dense tissue. So it's hard to touch somebody without being in pain that's been diagnosed with fibromyalgia. They're because the nerves sensitive. are like on fire, oh, right? They're on yeah. fire. They're mm-hmm. on fire. But if you put space in between all your layers of skin and you allow the vessel flow to function well, it doesn't become painful anymore. But it takes time. You know, when someone with fibromyalgia, they can't just go get a lymphatic drainage massage just one or two times and, and give up. It takes time to get to each layer. I find that for a lot of women, there is, and maybe men too, there's this fear of getting a massage because there's going to be a stranger looking at every inch of their body and they're not comfortable in their own skin. So many of them will forego that type of self-care because they're uncomfortable with their own bodies. What can you say or share with us that would put anyone's mind at ease who's worried about that? I'm glad you asked that because that's been one of my biggest fears is people that really need the, mm-hmm. the care and they're avoiding it because of self-conscious of how they look or maybe they've been violated, you know, and it's a very scary experience for them. And it's very difficult for them to trust others when they've been violated. And I fully understand that. And it's a very difficult thing. I would say that they need to be very honest with the facility that they're looking into to make sure that If you don't want to have a male therapist touch you to express that, if you don't want a young person touching you to express that, if they do not want to undress and they don't want to uncover themselves, 
They don't have to. The lymphatic massage is possibly done, yes, if you want to leave your undergarments on. But a good place with highly educated therapists are going to know how to drape you well and keep you well covered. Do you think that massage therapists are actually judging the, the variety of body types that they have? I mean, do, is that really going on? It really isn't. Do your own yeah. research. Read reviews. Yeah. Don't just pick up the phone and call the nearest massage place. Yeah. Take the time to look into them. You know, who's trained them? How long have they been in business is a big one. I'll tell you one thing. If a massage place, you look into a massage place and, oh, they can get you in right away. Oh, yeah, we have plenty of availability. What time do you want to come in today? That's concerned to make sure you check into them a little deeper when you mm -hmm. walk in. Is it clean? You know, you got to make sure the place is clean and well kept. You know, there's things that you just need to be cautious of. Is the bedding look clean? I've walked out of places where I look down and the ground's dirty and the bedding doesn't look clean. And yeah, you, you have to be careful. Well, you know, the average person may not have access or the, the gift to, to be able to come to your facility. And you have a very specific technique that we're going to talk about in just a moment. But for the person who is curious about giving lymphatic massage a try with a practitioner, what are some things that they should look for? How do they find a lymphatic massage expert? Mild lymphatic massage may not be for everybody. There's different types that's in fashion right now. I am uh, blown away because when I talked about it, nobody knew what it was. But now everybody claims they're an expert in lymphatic massage. And it'll be surprising to you to hear that a lot of the classes out there you can do it in one day and become certified. Mm. Kind of scary, right? Yeah. I would, if I have lupus, I have cancer that runs in big time in my dad's side of the family. I would be terrified to go to someone that doesn't know the human body. I would suggest to make sure that you check into their credentials. Are they licensed? Or are they licensed in a different country so they can't show you their license? Mm. And you could ask, how many years experience it's like with anything, reading the reviews, just because they're certified doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get a good lymphatic drainage massage. Go with your instincts. If you feel, okay, this isn't right, and especially if the next day you don't feel better, you don't feel a change, that you, know, you don't go back. But if you right. felt relaxed, you felt like you could breathe better, you felt healthier, something changed, one thing I have found, a lot of people that seek lymphatic massage are doing multiple types of treatments. They're doing okay. a lot of different things. You're really not going to know what works until you take one thing at a time. Mm. And it's sad to see so many pour so much money into these treatments, and yet you don't know which one is working. Yeah, guilty as charged. I mean, I, I think for someone who's experiencing like an illness or a setback, like my husband who has neuropathy, which is and he's treating with Dr. Rom. You just want to attack it. You know, especially if you're an athlete or a type A, you're like, well, I'm, I'm going to do all the things. I'm going to do all the modalities and I, I'm going to fix this or I'm going to get to the bottom of it. So I, I think I hear what you're saying, but I've also been on the other side of it where, you know, for example, when I had a hamstring avulsion and it was like, okay, what are all the things I can do that are helpful? I will do all of them. I think my husband's now at a stage where he's been trying to find the solution for so long and hasn't, that it's probably really good advice to pull some of these things out and see which one is making a difference. The typical 
lymphatic massage with a light touch, would you describe that as someone kind of like sweeping hand motions, starting maybe at the top of your body and working towards lymph nodes? Again, light touch, most of the body. Is that how you would describe it? Oh, yeah. It's very light touch, very slow moving. And it's going to take care of that superficial stuck lymph fluid. Yes, if you go enough, you know, it might go down to the deeper layer. It depends on each person what you're looking for. I see a lot of people advertising that they do body contouring. That's been a a funny one for me to see. Honestly, that word really bothers me in this field. Yes, people come to us before weddings, before proms, because it makes the arms thinner, does bring down some inflammation. But I wouldn't never use the word contouring in my own business because I would never want to give a a person or a patient or a client an impression that we're here to contour and change them. Mm. We're here to make them healthier, bring down the inflammation. And yes, that can make them look better and thinner. But if we're reducing inflammation, right? And inflammation Mm -hmm. is under the skin, right? We're holding on to water. Maybe it's systemic inflammation or it's an area where your body's just holding on to inflammation because you've rolled an ankle or you've got chronic knee pain and you're holding inflammation in that area, that the lymphatic system helps by draining it. You are removing some of that water from the system, right? Absolutely. So I'm sure you do see a loss of inches. You see people. It's really interesting because as you're saying this, there was a lady that recently said, you need to advertise that you can make people lose weight because I've lost so much weight. I mm. thought I was coming here just to help myself heal, but I never knew I could be this thin. But I'm thinking immediately to myself, oh, she hasn't been breaking down her own fat cells. And she's been, and she had chronic fatigue syndrome. So because the lymph system helps break down the fat cells, turns it into energy. And in turn, you start seeing the slimming. So she's actually, the reason she had the surgery in the first place well, she had that surgery and she was put in a position to have to have that surgery because she had a poor lymph system and mm. it created disease. Mm. So again, I wouldn't use the word contouring. She got healthier. And I respect the fact that that word doesn't sit well with you because there's some deception that's going on in terms of the marketing. But from yes. what you've described, it really does help to, shall we say, reduce inflammation, shrink, shrink us down to our actual size. It's not, a, it's not that you're like necessarily losing body fat during the massage, but what you are doing is getting the system, which is part of that process to function properly and perhaps getting things to move in such a way that you're flushing out all of that systemic inflammation because the body just holds on to water. Oh, yeah. And Shaleen, the color of people change. Their color, their skin is always the most astonishing thing. They look beautiful when when they get the treatment because they're receiving normal circulation their skin looks better Mm. doesn't look like yellowy and dry and even purpley even spots stains in, in your skin where you get that pigmentation stain look that even goes away the lymph system nourishes the skin your technique is so remarkable so describe the technique, if you don't mind. Of course. Doctors, we're mostly doctor referred and the doctors and the clients and the patients have always called it the lymphatic technique. I've always chose to call it Maxell. And the reason I call it Maxell, and it's been 
raised as a lymphatic technique in the medical industry, the medical community, because it helps the lymphatic system. Yes, we work on watersheds and pathways of the lymphatic system. We work on the lymph nodes. We work on the direction of the lymphatic system. But our technique, it's a little deeper than that. We're going to take care of density. We, it is a deeper technique. We incorporate advanced circulatory into it. That's the A and the C in mm. the Maxell name. The okay. M is for Mizukami, my last name. The S in the name is sports massage. We do a lot of cross-fiber work. Back in the day, sports massage was just a dry-on technique. No lotion, no oil, yeah. nothing. It was all cross-fiber. Now it's been more incorporated into using oils and lotions. And we use oil. And we do the cross a lot of cross-fiber work. And then we, the L at the end of Maxell is because we opened watersheds and pathways during the whole entire time you're being worked on. We're revisiting the body's pathways and watersheds so the drainage occurs through them. It's like keeping the, op- the pipes open so the drainage keeps occurring during the entire time of the massage. We get calcification coming out a lot more than we actually feel the sandy type material that comes through your skin. Your mm-hmm. skin's the biggest organ in your body. It's full of holes. Just like lotion that you put on penetrates whatever we're doing in, that's promoting circulation in the inside of your body is able to break up. We love seeing that calcification come through. Yeah. Because, like I said, after calcification comes disease, rheumatoid arthritis, cancers. We, so we, we want to rid ourselves of those calcifications. Uh, absolutely. We and the oil being used before we go too far, there we go. It's a sesame oil. And why is that? It has the ability to destroy pathogens. It's the queen of all oils. It's used in the Ayurvedic field. It's been used since the BC times. It is amazing, for, especially for melanoma. Mm. It has the ability to destroy pathogens that cause melanoma. It has been proven through research, through scientific research. Will it work for everybody? We don't know. There's just not enough research to to prove how much. It's so affordable. Everybody has access to it. You can oil pull with it, which is putting oil under the tongue. You can put it on yourself. You can mix it up with other lotions. And we use organic unrefined sesame oil so it doesn't smell it's been purified and is there anything that you're mixing it with is so it depends on each person's condition the most common thing we mix it with is just a tad about of coconut oil a little bit of coconut and why do we do that sesame oil is a warming oil so for us to know really where the hot spots of the person's body we need to try to keep it as at a normal temperature as possible so any heat that we see, it's because the body's heat is there, not because the oil's making it hot. We'll add some frankincense on a cancer patient. We A drop of this, a drop of that. But not all essential oils are meant for every autoimmune mm. in everybody's body. So we're very careful what we put on. Why is it that some surgeons are, are really in support of, and obviously, like I, I was even referred to you by a surgeon, but why is it? it seems that some surgeons are like, oh, no, it's just expensive and unnecessary. It's so necessary. I disagree with that. I think lymphatic massage, I think massage is just amazing. One of the biggest challenges in my field is actually getting 
in conversation, sometimes in arguments with doctors <laughs> that I call. I love it. I'm very passionate. It, it's very disturbing that they're keeping the person's body from healing to a, a higher potential just because they're swaying them away from massage. Yeah, why? There has been, there was that rumor years ago that it can s- spread cancer, which that's been proven since then it cannot. And on the contrary, it can help and aid in the healing process of it. But it's coming around. Massage is now being recognized as a healing treatment. The medical industry, the medical community is starting to accept it more and more. And you yes. know why? They have to. <laughs> Because more people are doing it and they're seeing the results. But I really believe that any massage that you can get while you're trying to heal from something is going to be good as long as you go to a person that has a lot of knowledge in the human body. You know, we've got just a little bit of time left. Can you share with us, if you will, some things that people should be doing on a regular basis for that self-treatment? Absolutely. Something they can do at home. I, I would say the easiest thing you could possibly do is rinse your showers in cold water. That increases vessel flow, lymphatic flow. So finishing Dry your brushing, shower with just freezing cold, cold water. Learn to love it. doesn't have to be absolutely <laughs> freezing, but you, there shouldn't be anything about it that should be called warm. Okay. You know, raise your arms. Let your auxiliary mm. lymph nodes be touched by the cold water. Let your breasts be touched by the cold water. Turn around. Let it hit your your back lymphatic system, let it Mm. hit your face, your hair, everything. Make sure if your knees are swollen, let the cold water hit your knees. You're still sweaty and you're still kind of warm coming out of a shower, then you didn't let the cold water hit your body enough. Dry brushing helps. I think dry brushing, if it could be done daily, be remarkable, but we just don't spend enough time Mm -hmm. on our bodies to do it daily. I think if you do it even once a week, it's going to help. Okay. Okay, that's I love that. That's, that's don't forget doable. to dry brush the breasts. Take your time brushing your scalp. Don't just brush your hair. Brush your scalp. You could even take a baby brush. Buy a baby brush and brush mm. your face. What about giving ourselves lymphatic treatment? So make sure that you just follow the watersheds. Watersheds are on your clavicle, but your main watershed is right straight down. So you From can your go chin back, down. Yeah, you can go back and forth. Sweat. On your jawline? Yes. You can go okay. back and forth, finish going down. Finish. finish so if you're doing down. your jawline, for those of you who can't see us right now, she's rubbing her hands along her yes. jawline, but towards her chin, towards her yeah. chin. And, and then, then go down. And kind of like sweeping over and over. And then kind of at the end, finishing by going from the chin down through the neck to the clavicles. Absolutely. Okay. And massage your breasts. Learn to love touching yourself, massaging your breasts in a warm shower while it's warm and then rinsing them in cold water. If you massage your face a lot, you'll have less wrinkles. Any thoughts on these tools that people use? The um, gua sha tools. Yeah, like the gua sha tools or even these things I see people using to break up fascia. The only concern I have is like, are you guiding it the right direction? I see. Are you guiding the fluid you're breaking up in the right direction? Are you causing bruising? Are you bursting vessel flows? You know, if you can burst a vessel, you can destroy a vessel. So, you know, a tool shouldn't be too hard. Mm-hmm. You know how hard you're going if you're using your own body, your own skin. So if you're going to use a tool, just don't go too hard with it. You just got to be careful you don't actually destroy any, any healthy vessels. 
by going too hard. Well, this has been incredibly informative. And I know that many people are going to hopefully consider this as an alternative form of healing and a way to take care of themselves. And maybe if you live in an area where you don't have access to someone who, who does this, especially to your level of expertise, hopefully people will take some of these self-care practices into consideration and make it part of their daily routine, right? Like we sometimes it is just doing five extra minutes of something that helps us to improve our overall health. Sylvia, for people who are interested in, you know, maybe the next time they're in Southern California coming to see you, or can you tell us a little bit more about how we can reach out to you? If I'm not mistaken, you don't take on new clients, but your team does. Is that correct? I still see clients. I love seeing clients in their first appointments, especially first post-op or pre-op. I have recently realized that I could help others more on a broader scale if I'm just present going from room to room Mm, and checking on them, even though I'm not taking any new clients as set appointments. Yes. If you have a genuine concern about your health and you want to reach out to me and set up a session, absolutely. I'm here to help. And we have a location in beautiful San Clemente, and we're opening a second location the end of January in Brentwood, Los Angeles. That's amazing. Well, we will definitely link to all of your contact information in our show notes, too, so that people can follow up with you. And I think that's great that you're going to be opening up another facility. Sylvia, thank you so much for spending this time with us. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. This has been great fun. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, just do me a favor and double check and make sure that you're subscribed or following if you're actually someone who listens on the Apple podcast. And if you've got just like 30 seconds, it would really mean the world to me if you were able to leave a five-star review and tell me specifically what it is you liked about this episode. My show is released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I do also have a business podcast that comes out on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I host that with my son, Brock. It's called Build Your Tribe. You should check it out. There's always a link in the show notes. I'm sure you know this, but on Fridays, my episodes are very casual. It's very personal. It's usually stuff with myself and my husband. If you love that kind of stuff, I want to invite you to check out my Patreon. It's all of the Shaleen Show episodes ad-free. In addition to that, for just $5 a month, you get extra episodes. And this is this is the stuff that's like kind of too personal to put on the Shaleen Show. It, it's all personal stuff. There's like no like personal development. It's just real, raw, what's going on in our lives, stuff we can't talk about on the show. However, if you are easily offended, Patreon is not for you. That's not the place to be, all right? You can learn more about it by going to patreon.com forward slash The Shaleen Show. Any of the links that I referenced in this episode will show up in the show notes, which are just below the episode. To learn more about the services that I offer and to take advantage of some of the free resources, I invite you to check out my website, which can be found at shaleen.com. 